Why am I afraid of being seen? Okay, guys, welcome to another Out of Control podcast. And today, we've got a good one for you. Yeah, um, it was unexpected. It was definitely unexpected. But this Out of Control podcast is all about... Being out of the control yeah. in an out of control world. It's so easy to go to, how can I control things? But like they say, when we fail to inspire, we resort to control. So we're here to look for ways to inspire our lives. Yeah. In parenting, in relationships, and in life, we're just sharing our experience of how we are pushing off the need for control and living out of control, surrendering, accepting. So let's have this conversation. Molly's going to get real open with you. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a hangover <laughs> yeah so we Thinking actually pre-recorded yeah. this we were doing another episode and got into this topic and, and then, we just went with it and we went with it and so we're gonna we're gonna jump over to what yeah. we recorded i'm but kind we, of in the buyer's remorse are you <laughs> you're not sure if you want to publish this one now <laughs> no we will but okay yeah i think it'll be valuable for people you know we just share a lot and you're like Whoa, okay it's a hangover of that yeah a lot of emotion <laughs> All right, hold up though. Let's uh, get another review out here. This is exciting to see people sharing uh, their thoughts on listening to the podcast. So yeah, it's kind of fun. It makes mm -hmm. it feel like we're not just talking to each other, <laughs> <laughs> which we don't mind. But no, we could really talk to each other all the time. Absolutely, all day, every day. All right, what do you got? All right, this is from Ash Ashlyn Mitchell, which is oh. an in real life friend. Yep. And she gave us five stars. She says, easy to listen to. This is a couple I seek to learn from in real life. Ashlyn's got an amazing podcast. You should go check it out. But that's awesome when your friends actually uh, let you know that they like what you're listening to. Thanks, so, Ashlyn. Thanks, Ashlyn. So have you ever felt the experience of being afraid of being seen? Seen. Yeah. We're going to talk about that today. And so we'll jump right into the conversation now like where would you say we're at let's 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 like give a little barometer of how we're doing it living an out of control life here on episode i think this is like 10 or 11 i don't know guys it's a one. it's a daily conversation in my head it's a daily conversation in your head of like molly let go of that mm -hmm. like slow down take a breath wait slow down like when you walk no i always want to share that fun fact <laughs> I'm a power walker, guys. Okay, so this is a fun fact about our relationship. I walk at a fast pace that I used to think was just normal. She's only 5'4". Her legs are shorter than mine, but she walks like she's got, like she's 6'9". I'm actually 5'3". Five, 5'3 three. Five, three and a quarter. Yeah. Something like that. But she walks like she's 6'9". I swear. I have a go, go, go personality. Yeah. And so, I, and I can, I like, most people I think would think of me if they've been in business with me as like a pusher. You walk so slow. But man, when it's time to walk, I like to walk. I like I could, to just take it in, stroll along. Oh my gosh, no. It's like a snail pace. It's just like an enjoy the It breeze. is maddening. We cannot go on walks together. <laughs> If you go watch like our YouTube videos, you'll find videos going at like Disneyland and Molly's like 40 feet in front of me. Hey, we did good at Universal. <laughs> I know we did. What happened there? I don't know. Were you, were your feet sunburned or something? Nope. Oh, okay. I think I walked a little bit slower, but you walked a little bit faster. I don't know what it was. We I were, we were in some hurries a couple times, but 
I did not feel that same pressure as normal. So, well, and sometimes I've had plantar fasciitis where my feet are killing me. So you add that to like her super fast paced walking and it's like, it's but that, like, you're good now. No, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. Your, no, your feet are. Oh, my feet are good. great. Yeah. No, I have plantar fasciitis anymore. Um, oh, geez. Yeah. So, all right. So that's our fun fact for the relationship today is that we walk at very different paces. Which one are you? Do you walk fast? Do you walk slow? We should put that on Instagram. Are you a slow walker okay. or a fast walker? Okay. So hunt down Instagram and, um, Let's keep going. So real quick, just want to, ex- just super excited about our TikTok. It is going crazy right now. I have mixed feelings. Share your I mixed just, feelings about it. Because some of the people here listening would be from TikTok. I just really, I'm a really private person. Yeah. The, the more I learn about myself, the more I've realized that. Like I am more shy mm-hmm. and and I'm definitely introverted. Um but I just don't like being the center of attention. You do not need attention except for from me. Maybe. And maybe that's also why Mm. I just don't need, I don't need validation. Yeah. I don't seek it. I don't, I honestly don't really want it. Yeah. Um, but you do enjoy me interrupting your naps, your snacks. No, I love it when I'm putting food in my mouth. And then I start recording you on TikTok. I love the comments. She's always <laughs> eating something. Yeah, I know. It does appear appear to be that way. <laughs> it's really not true, though. Yeah, the way the whole TikTok thing started. But was, it also doesn't like. No, I the comments. Uh, yeah. I I follow this girl Jalen on Instagram. Yeah, and she posted something, and. Maybe it was a DM conversation we had back and forth. Okay. I just don't give, um, I don't know how she worded it. Like my power. I don't need that. Like the nice comments, they're great. They're nice. Yeah. Uh, they don't make me feel better about myself. Yeah. Um, you don't have to stop them. Right. I mean, they I'm don't not, hurt. They don't hurt. But they, but, they, you don't need them. But I don't life. need them. Yeah. And, yeah. and the funny, maybe even snarkier, snarkier, or whatever. They, I, don't give my power and energy to those either. Yeah. They don't, I can, Matt won't let me be snarky back, but I'm really good at being snarky. Yeah. She would be snarky in a funny way. Yeah. But they don't, I could take them or leave them. Yeah. And so I don't have this desire to be known by many. It's probably that I, and I also, there is a part of me that's like with this podcast, I'm like, Eh, like I do have things to share mm-hmm. and I feel like I have things of value, but I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to not you figure like plural you. Mm-hmm. You don't need people in general. Yeah, that's, that's also not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. You serve, you, you really um, are comfortable with like your people. But I also know that there's value in community. So now everybody just unsubscribed from our podcast because you told them that you don't need them. No, but I, I think that's something I'm really trying to work on is yeah. to see there is so much value in togetherness. Yeah. Yeah. Community is an interesting, powerful thing. And, and, the, and the act of sharing yeah. and relating. Yeah. I will fully admit that I do struggle with that. You both struggle with it. And, and I think I see you like 
as you find these certain people on Instagram, you don't like follow like thousands of people, but there's a few people and you are pretty loyal to, to watching everything they do. And I do like, I see the power of connecting with people that way. Um, which is it's funny cause then I love to connect with people, but I don't want to be the center of attention right? and allow people to connect with me, which maybe that's like not a good thing. I need to work on that. Yeah. Um, well, I think there's a natural thing that I feel a little bit too, is like, I get worried that I'm going to have to connect with too many people and then I might hurt someone's feelings because I didn't respond or connect. I don't worry about that. I think my hang up is, is that maybe I don't see why people want to connect with me. <laughs> like, but you're a very likable person. I mean, but like, what am I going to add to your life? You're more likable than I am in most, with most people. Yeah, this is, this could be a whole podcast, guys. All right. This wasn't the podcast <laughs> oh we were going to go into. We will come back to psychoanalysis of Molly and why she doesn't need people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But don't, but don't leave us on TikTok. Yeah. I, it's still weird for me. It's weird for you. There's a part of you. Well, the, here's what I had noticed. And it was the same thing when we did our YouTube channel, which I kind of regret that we, I really want to get that going again. And maybe if we get TikTok growing big enough and we could really maybe financially start to make some gains with TikTok, then it would be arguable to do YouTube again too. Um, but I think that there's, I think YouTube and TikTok interestingly are good for our relationship yeah they they force me to bring humor mm -hmm. lightness and fun to the relationship in a way that i can tend to just put my head down and just barrel forward in business and just yeah. not worry about anything else it's a it's a point of connection yeah for us yeah and and there are times like legitimately i don't people may not know this but there are times more than more than like maybe even a fifth of the videos where you're in a bad mood like or you're or you're disconnected yeah. or you're in a space of like maybe i'm feeling overwhelmed or yeah stressed, just, or yeah, just annoyed yeah, yeah. not not you're not mean with your not, nail picking yeah you're not necessarily <laughs> me being mean or or you know not you know it's not yeah it's not like you're you're hating me or something but but you're in a tough space and a video makes you laugh yeah they, i i there's no acting on tiktok okay? yeah yeah. It's you, a one and done. Like if you can't get it the first, like if you. No. Yeah. And there's been a few that I don't ever post cause you didn't really respond. <laughs> so. Um, I, I think something that keeps popping up for me as I do um, my own work mm -hmm. is this fear of being seen. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to say more about that or you want to leave that for another day? Well, we're just totally not even talking about what we're supposed to be talking about. This is all bonus content, guys. But yeah, maybe that's part of the why I'm so like. So is your need for control in life, and I'm asking this to the audience, because you're afraid of really being seen? And I don't, it's not, I don't know what it is because I, at the end of the day, I really don't put a lot of stock into what people feel about me like their opinions because mm -hmm. that's just their opinions because mm -hmm. i don't I'm, i don't need this validation from other people but i also have this fear of being seen it doesn't make sense i don't know i need to like uncover more of that i mean so does that mean i really care what people think maybe 
Because I don't feel like I do. Because well, I feel okay. very comfortable in... Um, okay, so here, here's a great question that one of my mentors, and I actually just was sharing this with someone I was coaching the other day on in a business. Um, so I work with people that are trying to build brands. So usually they have a direction, like they know where they want to go, but they're trying to build like all the websites and the podcasts or whatever for that. And so I help them to build sort of the podcasts and then the back end content that they may sell to their audience. Um, and as well as the websites and stuff like that. And so one of the, one of the things we were talking about is, uh, was a question that one of my mentors once asked me, I think his, it was Shashin. He's got a great book called the kid and the King Shashin Shah, I believe it's his name. And Shashin said, he asked me, how is it that the strengths have, that have gotten you where you are today are the weakness that are stopping you from getting where you're going in the future? Mm, that would be mine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because I'm more comfortable doing the podcast now. I mean, it took right. me a couple episodes. But I'm not. But You're not seen here, though. But I'm not seen. Yeah. I am seen mm, as in the sense I'm share. Like, we share a yeah. lot. No, no, no. You're actually really. That's really interesting so that I you're don't, more comfortable on audio than you are in video. It's like the actual physical being act seen. of being seen. Mm. Mm, that's really interesting. Because when we did the podcast with Ashlyn, mm -hmm. she records it. In video? Live and you were or Facebook or quieter because I'm actually being seen right in this moment and I don't like that. That's what I felt like. Yeah. So this is I'm doing a, um, a course right now called right. Simply Sensual mm -hmm. with Sadie um, Jane. Yeah, Sadie. I, I don't I forget her last name. I thought it was Sadie Sa Jane. Well, it? that's not her last name. Oh, but that's her Instagram, right? Simply Sadie. Oh, or okay. Sadie. Anyways, right. so it's twice a week it's live mm -hmm. zoom mm -hmm. and the the first day I, I did not turn my video on zoom oh really yeah simply sadie jane that's her instagram yeah okay and her course is simply sensual so okay. the first day i didn't turn my video on interesting i knew it like it wasn't a subconscious thing like i knew i was purposely yeah. and so i made it a goal Mm -hmm. to turn it on for the second one, which actually was the harder <laughs> one to have the video on. Oh, well. But um, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't like to be physically seen. seen. Yeah. And that shows up in all aspects of my life. Yeah. No, it's a hard thing for me that you don't like to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you guys want to participate in Molly's journey, she will share more on her journey of finding... <laughs> where she is growing in her ability to be seen. So, yeah, that's why I hate social media. Yeah, why TikTok's a little more... Why you don't actively pursue TikTok yourself. Yeah. Yeah, or other Instagram. Like, you're trying right now. I watch you I know, but I Instagram. don't. I'm so hit or miss because I just am like, this feels weird. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay so why don't I like being seen? Okay, well, let's talk about it. Why don't you like to be seen? I don't... That, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, let's start. With, I, I finally is, nailed down my true fear. Okay, which is being seen. Because the first day in that Simply Sensual course was we wrote some fears down. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't think of any other fears outside of I don't, I have a fear of being seen. Okay. But I was a dancer. I didn't, I didn't mind. But that was, but, but dance was right scripted. It mm -hmm. was, you memorize something and then you did it. 
Okay, so I don't know how. But it has to do. I mean, it has to be. It has to this. deal with control. Yeah, I, because I, I am a controlling okay. person. More like my nature is more like I like things just to be so. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you want to go with this. Like, I, like so, where if I was trying to figure out like if this was my challenge, then I would start with like, okay, where where's the where did the pattern start? I don't know. And so I would like look at my childhood. But I was I always go my childhood, I, and I would say, hey, was there was there was there a time where being seen was was was? But I can't did. think of like a traumatizing. Sure. I just know, even as a kid, I didn't like to be the center of attention. Yeah. I didn't want to raise my hand in class. I didn't want to be called on. I didn't want to have to be in charge of leading a group project. Mm-hmm. Why not? Okay, well, if you knew I wanted, the answer I was, to the question, I was what really would? good at being a wallflower. Okay. So if you knew the answer to the question, <laughs> what would you know? Oh, this would have been good to do like a live. Then people could chime in. Yeah, they could. No, okay, so let's, let's go back. Okay, so first, so first question is, was there ever a moment in your childhood where you were seen and it was negative? Not that I can think of. Okay. I don't have any like scarring things. Yeah. Well, but it, like, I mean, I'm not saying scarring, but even like bad moments. Like, I, do you not no. have any moment where you were like, oh, that was embarrassing or that was like challenging or that was frustrating or that was. Not that stand out. Not that I'm sure I had moments where I'm like, well, that was embarrassing. Right. We've all had moments where we're. Okay. Okay. So I. I'm just throwing. maybe I just wanted to prevent all the embarrassing moments, <laughs> but but as an adult, I'm like, let's stay at the kid thing. Okay. Okay, so let's play around with a little bit of this. So, um, you you would claim being a perfectionist. Yeah. Are you? How open are you just discussing your past? Until I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll speak to, okay, you can tell, you can say if you want to open up about this. So you had a situation in your younger years that where there was some unhealthy behaviors. Wow. What can you give me an age range? Uh, I think it was 13 to 15. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Are you open to talking about that? Okay. Do you want to, do you want to share what that is? So people aren't like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah, too bad I'm not on video. Okay. Um, it, I mean, it was into high school too. Okay. Uh, I I was never diagnosed with an eating disorder, but I would say I had disordered eating. Okay. And um, probably body dysmorphia, like you know what you what I physically saw was not reality. Okay. So you're experiencing And it didn't but it didn't come from anyone because I can remember mm-hmm. the moment, we'll call it the moment of impact. Okay. That catapulted this obsession with counting calories and the number on the scale and stuff. Okay. So go ahead. But it was it wasn't anyone. I remember we were in Colorado on a family vacation and mm-hmm. my aunt and uncle always had like the latest and the greatest when it came to technology. All right. And so they had this scale that told you your percent body fat. Okay. And I don't even know why we like stepped on the scale. Probably because I was like, oh, this is like cool, to cool, me. right? Yeah. Um, and I don't even remember what the number was. Okay. And I don't even, I didn't. And you even, were a thin girl. Like it was like you were. I never like had it struggle with weight right, as in. Right. 
it's um, not like you had been told you were overweight or right. looked in the mirror and felt like you were overweight. Like at, at the, like no, no, before, no nobody and, in their right mind have, would have looked at you at that age that this is happening. No, and, and, and like, any you are memory overweight. before that, I have no memories of feeling negative about my body, receiving critical judgment about my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't have any memories of anything yeah. and I don't have any memories of anyone telling me mm-hmm. that I needed to eat better or look different. Okay. Even in your dance career or anything? No. Okay. And so um, what happened? I, well, I don't even remember what the scale said. Okay. I just remember in that moment thinking, well, that's way too high, okay. but I had no reference point. Right. Okay. It wasn't zero, so it was. Was it zero? <laughs> I yeah, I did. I didn't have an understanding, right, of women's body fat levels and what they should be, or, yeah. or thirteen or fifteen year old, whatever age you were. Right, I I didn't even understand what percent body fat probably really truly is. meant. Yeah, yeah, right. You'd... That a healthy woman has twenty percent or so body fat. In right, I, I, I yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even. Which yeah. is, I don't know what I am now. Right, but I. I understand different things that would activate those obsessive tendencies. Right. So I just don't, I steer clear of them as an adult. So I, but I remember that was the moment that I was like, oh, does, does that mean I need to lose weight or eat? Like, I I don't remember my thought process, but I just remember that was an impactful moment that catapulted. And what happened after that? I think I became obsessed with counting calories. I don't know how soon after. Mm -hmm. I do have memories of high school. I can look back at pictures. I was way too thin. Mm -hmm. Were you bulimic or or anorexic? No, I just was, I counted calories. Okay. Like obsessively. Okay. So would you eat like, but did you know how many calories to eat per day? I didn't know how many, but because I know that's the crazy thing, Mm -hmm. right? Is it be that's what makes something an obsession is that yeah. you have like zero reference point. Like okay. I didn't know how many calories you were supposed to eat. I didn't know what clean like truly what healthy eating was. Like So you weren't even counting calories like on a like on a app or something. No, those didn't exist. Okay. It was mentally in my head and it was obsessive. Okay, like how how would you obsess about it? Like 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 are you are you just like looking at every package you ate and being yes. like I need to eat stuff that has low fat and no I, I don't even think I looked at fat carbs protein okay didn't understand macros okay you just no. but, but looked at calories I looked strictly looked at calories so you ate carrots and celery all day no oh, okay but if I ate a package of peanut M and M's like then what then what what would you feel or what would I'm you gonna do? do like a million jumping jacks like, oh would you. Well, I, I don't, I just remember I would like, like, yeah, try to move my body. Okay. Okay. And, and just not eat, like maybe M&Ms for lunch. Okay. So you became restrictive? Yeah. But see, the hard part about being a female is that then when you are, look a certain way, you get feedback. Mm. And so maybe, maybe in the maybe I did care about what people, well, I don't know if I knew if I cared about what people thought, but mm-hmm. it, but it made it fed into the obsession because I remember 
I can have like these little, like really seared in memories of like mm-hmm. being in dance class. And I had like a package of peanut M&Ms and someone th- saying, Oh, like you can just eat whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And my head is like, well, yes and no, because I'm, I was probably seriously restricting my calories, mm-hmm. but it appeared to look like I could eat whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. which just fed into, Oh, you're like, so could there have been something which, in which that I already had a perfectionistic like, yeah. tendency. So I have to, I have to show up this certain way. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's maybe a stretch here, but I'm, I'm, I'm just psychoanalyzing you. I'm, I'm openly stating this <laughs> because that's what we're doing here. Uh, c- could it be that there was this sort of fear that you, this idea that you could eat whatever you want, if people really saw you fully, saw all of you, then they'd know that wasn't true. I don't, I don't know. Doesn't resonate. No. Okay. If people saw all of you, I they would maybe know you I weren't just, perfect. Maybe. So it's better to not be seen. Yeah. No one wants to see the messy. So that you can just have your perspective of me. That is the good perspective. Not necessarily for me, but almost for you. Maybe. I'm not. I'm just throwing know. stuff out there to brainstorm with you. So maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. You can sit with it. Because I was probably. Were you maybe... perfect? Were, were you perfect? Were you perfectionistic for yourself or for others? For others. Say more. I think I had to be who people thought I was, hmm. which is weird because that doesn't seem like me. <laughs> it doesn't seem like you at all today. Maybe no. that's why you're not like Maybe that that's today. why yeah. I am the opposite, complete yeah. opposite of that. Other than that one aspect. Maybe I did like, I mean, if we go back to trust, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't do a lot of exploring as no. a young person, as in trying to really figure out who I was, what Mm -hmm. I wanted out of life. Mm -hmm. I think we all get labels when we're growing up. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe I just latched onto that because it being perfect seems like a good thing. Yeah. It would seem like a good label if if you're a kid and you don't know better. Oh, I'm the perfect kid. Oh yeah. That's what everybody wants to be. Maybe I just ran with it. Well, I would say if 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 you if there's any part of us that identifies with the, with some sort of you know Superman or Superwoman complex, some sort of perfectionistic complex, but I felt like an imposter, and we're and we feel imposter syndrome, then the last thing we would want is for someone to see the real us. Yeah, I it's definitely not perfect, and we did not want anybody. To, so that I guess that's to me like I, I there could. Could, could there be any relationship between that? Like between like, I, I, if, if, okay, if people really saw you and saw who you were and they found out you weren't perfect, then who would you be? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Like how that would be Closer. so disrupting to your identity. Yeah. Like, well, well if it, then I don't know who I am. If, 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 if it gets out that I'm not really perfect then I don't even know who I am if I'm right. Well, and I think maybe also mm-hmm. I just latched on to being perfect. Right. And so then I, I didn't have to do the hard work. I just mm. created myself around 
that. Well, and you've talked about how you even kind of operated in a world where you wouldn't even do hard things in order to maintain the perfectionism. Yeah. Did you even say that you like didn't do the harder dance class? Yeah. I tried out for it and I got it. Oh, interesting. And then I was like paralyzed with fear. And so I... And that fear, what was that fear about? What were you afraid of? Being seen probably. <laughs> yeah. Like being seen as imperfect. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, so I think this, I mean, to me, this makes a lot of sense from, from a standpoint of like when we get attached to identities. But I, but I'm very okay now. I'm not perfect. Like, I don't feel like I show up in my relationships. Do you say like my friendships trying to be perfect? No, no. But but I think there's two different things there. It's one thing to have realized that the perfectionism is not healthy. It's another thing to let go of the of the impact of living that way for so long, and yeah. having felt the, the the once again, if if your secret right, so, to maintaining your identity is not being seen, even though you may have let go of the identity, the pattern of so how do you disrupt that? Because th- you can only read so many books, sure. do so much talk therapy. Mm-hmm. You start a podcast with your husband and talk about control. Also, but it's almost <laughs> like an energetic thing you need to release. No, it is. And there's been moments where you've done energetic work that... So con- I just have to do more energetic work. <laughs> well, I, 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 I think there's different modalities that yeah. I haven't tried. Yeah, I think there is. I mean, I, I think... I don't know. Like, I'm not an expert at this stuff. I think the the biggest thing that we can do in areas where we like so so it, the best way to in my mind to get through or embody something that you don't naturally embody is to force yourself to embody that to practice the embodiment of it right which right. is the very scariest thing that you could have to do. Like immersion if, therapy. Yeah, it's like immersion therapy. Like, I'm trying to think of one for me. Keep, you got a thought. Oh. And I'll well, think I just, I, I think the whole TikTok thing, mm-hmm. I think the only reason why I'm going with it, because I, if I said I didn't want to do it, I know you, you'd yeah. be respectful. Yeah. Um, But because it truly was, in each time now i now i know it could happen at any point but like the first couple times you did it mm-hmm. completely by surprise mm-hmm. but i think that was a good thing because i was i just showed up however mm-hmm. i was however yeah. i looked yeah not all yeah i mean there's some where you look really hot and you're all made up and definitely people like those but yes i mean some of our biggest ones you're just got up just woke up in the morning yeah, or yeah. I'm laying in bed, and it's like... Yeah, not a great angle. Not, no. Or n- that you would, not, it, no. You're eating food, you're yeah. munching. Yeah. Food in your mouth. Yeah. So, I like that. Like, when I do show up on Instagram, uh-huh. my pictures and my feed sure. are, are filtered, as in the colors are tweaked yeah. in an app. But you don't go into Photoshop and, like, skinny up your no, waist or... No, no, and chisel my also in, in stories, I don't use any filters. Right. Not nothing like whatever the lighting looks like, whatever the colors look like, it like it's straight yeah. from. And you don't always put makeup on before you do. Recording yeah. to. Yeah. Whatever so you're practicing else. being seen, right? Um, I think there's certain relationships where it's easier for you to be seen than others. 
Yeah. I just think we just have a lot of history. Yeah. So I don't know if this is helpful to anybody. Uh, I was trying <laughs> to find a relation or a relation or something in my world where I've had to, you know, just, well, I, I would, I would say with us, like for me, right. Like the reality was for me to get comfortable with your emotion, your emotional experience of life. I couldn't just keep running away every time you got emotional. Like the only way that I could get comfortable with it was to be in it with you and really just sit with my discomfort that you are not happy. And I may or may not have anything to do with that, but I can still be here with you while you're unhappy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not great at it. I'm, I'm still not great at it because I value so much yeah. creating happiness for you. Side, like, side note. Yeah. How, how funny is it to you when I come to you and I'm like, I'm sorry. Because I've experienced myself through my oldest child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very grateful that our oldest son is teaching you so much about yourself. I mean, he is an interesting mixture of both, of both of us. Of us, true, true. But some of his hard things are my hard yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And when I experience it with him, I'm like, I go to you and I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Well, we've come a long ways and, and I, I, you know, once again, I could have made it easier on you to, to grow in the areas that were hard for you to grow. But, um, so we both had things that we worked on, but, but no, I'll be honest, you were, you were definitely harder to deal with than I ever was. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I, I think, I think also the, the not knowing how to sit in the being seen, mm-hmm. right? It really takes like a coach or someone to guide you through. Like it's one thing to just say, Hey, I'm going to, I mean, I needed a coach I, I and, and good books and like, like good like YouTube public videos. Speaking yeah. Mm-hmm. Is my worst fear nightmare. Like mm. no, just no, 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 no. no. But yet you actually, like every time you used to give talks in church or... Oh my, no. You actually no. did a good job. I looked like I was terrified. You didn't always look comfortable, but you gave I looked good, horribly no, uncomfortable. No, no, that's not true. You, you really, you do, you did a good job. The thought of being on like the news mm-hmm. or anything like that, like literally almost makes my heart stop. Yeah. So, but I think, so in this thing, like when we have these fears... I think that once we experience, it's kind of like, you know, Nick experiencing the roller coaster. It's like, but once you experience it once, like, it's like, oh, that wasn't everything I thought it was going to be. But that's not enough. You have to go back to it again. Yeah. Right. There's like, used to be that show on A&E. I think it was, it was called Obsessed. And it was therapists working with people that have OCD tendencies. Oh, we did watch a few episodes. Yeah. And it's, it was really fascinating for me that, that one, they would kind of gradually immerse them more and more deeply into these fears. And, and it was repetitive. It was consistent. Like even once they'd experienced it once, they had to go back and experience it again. And there is, there, there is sort of this desensitization, desensitization. Desensitization. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Desensitized. You become desensitized (laughs) to that thing, which is creating so much emotion in you over time. Right. And it's, it's, it's why the, the first kiss has more emotion than the fifth kiss does. Right. So, so, so 
I think every that, kiss with you is like the first. Well, kiss. you know, well, well, guys, <laughs> anyway, you know. Um, so I, I, I do think that that it, it's that you know, and I think that's why the work that you're doing. Maybe, maybe that's why I didn't like have any real relationships before you. Because you were afraid you might actually really be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Subconsciously, I just. Yeah. Yeah, that might have been good to thing. let me know. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> Couldn't let, let you know. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, do you think that you've, so what, what are you, what's showing up for you right now around being seen? Where are you at with this journey and anything showing up as we've talked to you this? I don't know if I've had any big aha moments, but, um, and it just gives me more to think about. Okay, cool. Well, I appreciate that you're thinking about it and like making effort in it because I, I do enjoy seeing you. And I, I feel like sometimes that need to not be seen causes a disconnection in us. Yeah. And so I think it's it's really honorable that you're willing to step into that. And it gives us a chance to get closer and see each other. <laughs> so And I th- and I think maybe it's important to like that this is it's it's in all sorts of different areas of our life. Yeah. Right? Like it's 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 also emotionally being seen. It's yeah. it's it's a lot of different things yeah as well as physically being seen it's all encompassing all encompassing so so if you are on your own journey of being seen what have you done what has worked for you have you ever experienced this and um if so leave a review let us know or we'll maybe put in the box below a place to leave a comment or hunt us down on instagram and we'll maybe put a question on there that you guys can respond to do you have trouble being seen And if so, how have you uh, worked through that? All right. Well, babe, this has been, I think, valuable. I bet there's some people out there that maybe experienced what you experienced. And this maybe has been a valuable. I'm not alone. You're not alone. All right. Anyways, um, I will not sing anymore, but we will go ahead and wrap up. Okay. Wow. (laughs) That was a lot. (laughs) I think I have a bit of a hangover. But um, that was fun. It, it's definitely a little scary. Yeah, I think I just really respect. Um, I don't know that we always could have had a conversation that way. Um, no. With a little bit of a psychoana- psychoanalysis coming from I don't me. Think, I don't think we could have. <laughs> so I think it says a lot about where we've come to. Um, hope I didn't come across as too, like, um, know-it-all-ish. No, I, I think if at any point I was uncomfortable, I would have scratched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it is awkward though for us to share vulnerably and share from a place of like trying to find answers with our partner. A lot of times our partner just does need Well, to it listen. was it was real time like unfolding like nothing was scripted or that was not planned at all. Yeah. So well, I th- I think I struggle sometimes like balancing between like ha- creating the space for you and really going on the journey of finding the answers. So this was kind of fun to explore. I think there was some good ahas for me and maybe some for you too. Yeah. For sure. Hopefully it also helps anybody else that's been listening. So next week we have a really fun I'm so first yes. the first for Our the first out of control. Guest. I'm so excited. Yes. Do we do we tell them who's coming on? Um well we're going to ask the question, okay, so how do you really move into this next stage of life where you're raising adults? 
Yeah, when they finish high school. Mm -hmm. Our guest is going to be awesome. We won't tell you who it is. I I will just give one hint. She's a she's a real in life friend, like we're yeah. friends in real life. But not she just... is also an incredibly impactful woman. In she's this world. a few steps ahead of us in parenting. Yeah. And I go to her a lot for advice. Yeah. So this is our longest outro ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but wrap it up. Wrap it up. So hey, subscribe. Uh, share. Like. Like and review it. Let us know what you're liking and get in contact with us. You can find out how below in the show notes. Thanks for going on this out of control journey, you bunch of out of control freaks. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.